Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, it is hoodie season for sure. I know. When I woke up this morning, the first thing I did was check the weather to see. Because I feel like the past couple of days for us, it's been chilly when we go into work. And then it's been like 80 degrees when we leave work. I have no idea how to dress right now. Yeah, it's probably been hoodie season for the past few weeks. But this week, it's not going to be as warm as it was last week. Uh, High of 70 for today. Are you sleeping with... Your window's open right now? No. You ju- you just keep them closed? Do you have the AC on, though? I have the AC on. I am really weird about the temperature in my apartment when I'm sleeping. I'll turn it on like an hour before I go to sleep. And then I normally wake up in the middle of the night pretty routinely at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'll get up and turn it off. Okay. Every single night. That's my uh, routine. I've been keep we've we've been having the windows open. We've been keeping the windows open. And I think a lot of people do that, but I don't necessarily like that. It I don't know what it does to my throat. It either dries it out. Oh, for sure. Or it's doing something because I I've got to get up a few times in the middle of the night just to drink water. Yeah. Like I I don't know what that is. It's the cold air. That'll yeah. do it for sure. I guess it's the cold air. I there's no way Paula's going to turn the AC on. So it it has to be the windows open. It's just really messing around with my throat. Well, what are you going to do? I don't know. It's hoodie season. <laughs> uh, there's, there's really nothing to do. How was your weekend? Where do we get started <sighs> talking about our weekends? Weekend was amazing. I'm exhausted, though. And I only did something on Friday night, and it just took the life out of me. You were at MGM Northfield. Northfield Park. I was, yes. Tell us about that. Um, I was there with a housewife of New York. Her name is Luann. If you know the housewives, I mean, she was on the show for 14 years. She has a spinoff show now. She's getting ready to do an ultimate girls trip. I got to interview her on stage, which was amazing. I got to meet some of our listeners there. I met Dina from the carpool. I met Taylor, who plays Battle of the Burbs sometimes. So overall, it was a great night. You were nervous on Friday about interviewing Countess Luann. I wasn't really nervous about interviewing her. I was nervous about looking poor next to her because she's always like... Looking poor? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's always looking so fabulous and she's got a closet full of designer, but I think I found something that works. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm looking at the pictures right now. We have pictures up uh, on our Instagram at the Q Morning Show. Uh, I was not there at MGM Northfield Park on Friday night to support Morgan. That's okay. Uh, I don't hold any grudges. <laughs> I went to uh, Cedar Point uh, with just Drew, um, and we did Halloween weekends and everything else. Uh, I rode the big Ferris wheel. Love it. The first time I ever rode the big Ferris wheel. So it's very similar to to what happens when you keep the windows open in the middle of the night. If you're stuck at the top at the big Ferris <laughs> just wheel. breathing in cold air. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, just ton of wind. And uh, that, that probably does not help my throat at all either. Uh, and then last night, uh, yesterday afternoon, actually, uh, I was back downtown at Playhouse Square to see Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And at- you were very excited about that. I was. Uh, it was a very, very funny show. Uh, they came out and they, you know how they used to do Weekend Update on, on Saturday Night Live? Yes. They brought the desks out and oh, cool. they did like a reenactment of Weekend Update and had a whole bunch of uh, great jokes. Uh, each of them, both Tina and Amy, did their own stand-up sets. Um, it, it was very cute. They did a Q&A at the end and then they sang a song that they wrote about each other. So, I mean, this is a, a friendship <laughs> yeah. between the two of them that has gone on for about 30 years now. Uh, and it was, it was just really cool to see them together on stage uh, last night. I do have something that happened uh, last night at the show that I want to get into later this morning. Okay. There's a bunch to cover. And if you need to get caught up with what's going on in Morgan's world right now, because there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> happening in yeah. Morgan's world. Uh, we'll get you caught up next. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, this has to be the biggest story from the weekend. Because Taylor Swift did something that a lot of us did yesterday. And that is watch NFL football. She did it a little better than we did, though. <laughs> she really did. Well, she had a suite. Right. And, and most of us didn't have a suite to watch Browns football yesterday. Tell us about Taylor Swift, Morgan. Well, I mean, I think the big question mark around Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift is no longer a question mark. I think it's an exclamation point. Everyone was wondering, is Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey? He tried to meet her at one of her shows. She kind of blew him off. He made that known publicly. And next thing you know, there's all these whispers. You have Jason Kelsey on their podcast or doing some interviews saying, yeah, my brother's dating Taylor Swift, but I'm joking. Am I joking? He wasn't joking. And I mean, we, I think we got confirmation yesterday. Taylor Swift sitting in a suite with Mama Kelsey watching the Kansas City Chiefs. They're totally into each other. Number one, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe it's all true. (laughs) Like, I heard the story about how Travis went to the Taylor Swift show. And the way that I understand it, the the way that I remember it, is Travis had a friendship bracelet. Correct. That he prepared for Taylor, which had his phone number on it. Yes. Who knows when Taylor actually dialed the digits or or texted it. she ever even got that friendship bracelet? I think she, she got it, right? I think they... I think she had a... Did he give it to her personally or he no. was complete? Okay. He so never met her. He gave it to one of Taylor's people. I have no idea. I have no idea if he did or didn't. But here's the second thing that popped into my head. 
How long has this been going on? Because isn't it too soon for Taylor to meet the mom? <laughs> Not when you're Taylor Swift. You can do whatever you want. I think it's too soon for Taylor to be spending an entire afternoon with Travis's mom. It just feels... I mean, that's something you don't do for three or four months. Right. I mean, they looked like they had the time of their life, too. They did. Which is why I'm here for it. I'm normally, I'm like an average Swifty. You know, like I appreciate her for what she does. She has bops. She puts out bangers, no question. I'm not going to spend $1,000 to go to her show. Um, but just seeing her yesterday, like... She looked like she was having the time of her life in that suite yesterday with Mama Kelsey. And when I saw the videos and the pictures, I was like, I stand. I stand Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Who would have ever thought? I think she knew that the cameras were on her a lot. Yeah. Because I'm sure. She's used to it. (laughs) I didn't watch that game, but I'm sure that whoever was, whether the game was on Fox or CBS, I'm sure they were constantly putting the camera on the suite right. to show Mama Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. I just think it's too soon to meet the mom. Uh, the other thing that I was thinking of is I'm sure that if you're Travis Kelsey and you're you're about to play in an NFL game, and yes, you're a professional, but at the same time, doesn't it give you a little extra motivation to oh, know, to know that, that your girlfriend Taylor Swift is watching? Taylor Swift? I mean, did you see, um, I believe... Patrick Mahomes said at the end of the game that because, you know, Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown himself yesterday or he probably scored a lot. I don't know. He just scored one time. I actually went on ESPN.com just to look at Travis's stats. Okay, so how many touchdowns did he score? He just had the one touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had seven receptions, but that's what I was thinking. I went there specifically to look at his stats because I'm like, he probably had a monster game knowing that Taylor was watching him. Patrick Mahomes said, I knew Taylor was here, so I knew to give, give the ball to my boy Travis. Yeah, there was extra pressure on Patrick Mahomes <laughs> because Taylor Swift was uh, Taylor Swift was watching the game. Here's Patrick uh, talking about that. I heard that I heard she was in the house. Uh, Did you feel it? Did you feel the pressure, I, I, Patrick? I felt, I felt a little bit of pressure, um, and so I knew I had to get it to Travis. And of course, it's on a route that Travis he, he he does his own thing and just makes up a route, and I throw it to him. So uh, I think he wanted to get in the end zone just as much as uh, all the Swifties wanted him to. Oh my God! I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh gosh! Here we go! Here would, we go! You would think that at this point. In 2023, nothing would shock me anymore, but this actually does surprise me a little bit, this relationship. you know we have to bring it back here because the boys are going to be back in Northeast Ohio for the holidays. So is Tay going to be spending Christmas in Newburgh Heights? Oh, you got to be kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. Well, a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it a bunch of fans staking out that restaurant yeah. where Taylor Swift was attending a wedding and they yep. knew that she was going to be at the rehearsal dinner? Yep. Hopefully the Kelsey house, people will <laughs> leave it alone right. over the holidays, right? We'll see. It's Q104. Good morning. I know I used to be crazy. That's because I used to be young. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. So much entertainment news this morning. We talked about Taylor Swift. Yes. Hanging out, watching uh, the the Kansas City Chiefs game, watching Travis Kelsey play. Uh, The writer's strike looks like it's over. They have reached a tentative agreement, and uh, I think they just have to sign some paperwork, and the writer's strike should be over. The actors are still on strike, but I would guess that they're going to turn the the focus on that next. Uh, I would say the other 
entertainment news story over the weekend that came out that I'm, I'm not sure if everybody saw it, but we have a halftime Super Bowl performer now. We do. Announced yesterday. And who is that? It's Usher. Usher. Yes. <laughs> okay, my prediction was way off. What was your prediction? Remember, we talked about it, I think, on Friday. I said, I thought we were going to have a boy band Super Bowl. I thought mm. we were getting hyped up for NSYNC, for Backstreet Boys, maybe a little One Direction throw in there. But nope, they went another way. And it's Usher. The NSYNC prediction was a good prediction. Because it seems like NSYNC is leading us towards something. Something, yes. And the Super Bowl would have been a good guess. Right, because it's like, it feels it feels like NSYNC doesn't want to do a full-blown tour. So, like, what's the next best thing? It's Super Bowl halftime show, one show. It's the most watched, you know, thing on television. Why not? Right. It would be, you're right. You're absolutely right. And it would, it would, be, it would have been a no-win for, for NSYNC, but... I don't know what they're planning on doing next, but it's not going to be the Super Bowl halftime show. It's going to be Usher. Yes. Are you excited about Usher? I am. I'm just surprised because it seems like we have um, not exactly the same genre, but close to the same genre three years in a row. Because we had, remember, we had like Dr. Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, and we have Rihanna, and now we have Usher. Isn't that the way that it went? I think so. So it just seems surprising that they would do somewhat of similar, you know, R&B, pop R&B. Although I have to say, I was more excited for Rihanna because we hadn't heard from her in forever. But I'm, I love Usher. I love Usher. And I also have had a big crush on Usher for a long time. He was like my celebrity crush when I was younger. Just his moves and his songs. I think he'll put on a good show. I just wasn't expecting him to be the one chosen. Yeah, I think that if the announcement was Taylor Swift or if the announcement was Beyonce or it's it's not even Rihanna level. It's it's Usher, and I think everybody's just like, oh, okay, yeah, like I could be down with that. I, it's I don't think there's excitement about it yet, but yeah. I think he's gonna do just fine. I, I mean, this song obviously, right? Love it. You know, we're gonna hear that, and then he's got a couple other songs he's gonna play that are, that are completely upbeat, like. DJ got us falling in love. love. Right? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, there's so many to choose from. OMG is in there. Oh my gosh! Baby, let me love you right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, no, no. There's no lying. Like he has bangers. He's right. gonna put on a good show. I think people were just thinking more along the lines of like a Miley. I heard Miley was being floated around there a couple months ago. It was Harry Styles and Sync. So, I don't know. I think we were talking about this off the air the other day. People want nostalgia mm-hmm. in today's day and age because we don't like the times that we're living in. So, we want to go back to the good old days. And I think Usher hits that nail, right? He can do all of his upbeat stuff and then, <clears throat> excuse me, he could do like a montage of some of the slower stuff. Confessions, let it burn. Oh. This song right here is my favorite. <laughs> this is my all-time favorite Usher song. Uh- fit that one in somewhere <laughs> in the halftime show. You Got It Bad is your favorite Usher song? All-time favorite really? right there. Yeah. I like You Remind Me. You remind me of a girl. Oh, it's so good! See, I mean, once this you actually look at his catalog, it gets you excited. I got something to tell you.
A lot of his songs start with the letter U, and that's it. <laughs> that's how I find them when I have to Google them. Right. They just start with U. Uh, okay. Am I the bleephole is on the way this morning. This is kind of unusual because the guy that's calling, he's a boss. He's a... He, I believe he owns a company, or is it? He's at least a manager of a company. Oh, okay, I, I didn't know what you meant by that. He's you a, meant figurative or literal? Oh, like the, like a diff, the yeah, different like way you're of a saying. Boss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't mean it like that. Okay. In fact, I'll probably never ever refer to someone like that <laughs> as a boss. Right. Um, no, I mean literal. He's in charge of employees, and he's having trouble with a couple of them. Uh, he's going to join us and. I think he's kind of looking for advice, like, am I the bleephole for, for what I'm asking of my employees? Uh, and, and what's the compromise here? Am I the bleephole? That's next. It's the Q Morning Show. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Am I the bleephole? We're doing that right now. We do this uh, on Mondays around here. So basically, this is something going on in your life where you've done something or you've said something, and in your mind, it's fine. Yeah, but it rubs somebody the wrong way, and you're wondering if you are the bleephole. And it surprised you. You're like, hey, did I really do something wrong here? That's when you come to us. Mark is in Pepper Pike. Mark, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on today. Thanks so much for reaching out to us. Tell us why you think you might be the bleephole. Well, I, I don't really know. I, I, I manage an office. Well, I actually own my own company, but I don't want to say what it is for obvious reasons, and I don't want to tell you much more than that. But it's a decent size office, about, I don't know, 30-some-odd people. Um, so I feel like I've been very understanding and very generous with my workers, especially since COVID. Uh, many people have returned to the office, but there's about, I don't know, 10 or 15 people that didn't want to. And I've respected that and tried really hard to work with these folks. And some of them are really good workers, and sometimes it's been hard for me to fill the opening. So I think I've tried to find the happy medium. But mm-hmm. uh, my issue is with two employees. They both work from home, and, you know, sometimes I can't keep tabs on them. I don't know what they're doing. I've talked to them both individually and stated that while I do not intend to make it mandatory for them to return to the office, that I do want to establish some ground rules if they want to continue to work from home. All right. What are your rules? Well, you know, there's a program called Slack. You know, you get on there and check in and let me know that you're actually ready to work. And if you get a message there, I think it's reasonable to get back to me in 15 minutes. Um, okay. If I send you an email, if I send an email, okay, I expect a response. I, I don't think I'm being crazy, like, within one hour. And if I call you, you know, pick up the phone and take the call. During work uh, hours, Right. During, during work hours, it's the third one, the, the last one that that people seem to really get upset with. Work starts at eight and ends at five. They only need to pick up the phone when I call between those hours, eight and five. It's not like I'm calling them at six a.m. or six p.m. because that's their time. But between eight and five is my time. So when I call, pick up the damn phone. So am I, am I the bleep hole for expecting them to adhere to, to three basic rules? So to recap, Mark's rules 
for his employees that are working remotely right now. So they're on Slack. Everybody's on Slack, Morgan. And mm-hmm. he wants them, whenever there's a Slack message, he wants them to return the message within 15 minutes. If he sends an email, he wants an email response to that message within an hour. And if Mark calls you, if you're one of Mark's employees, he calls you, he expects you to pick up the phone and take the call right then and there. Okay. Yes. All right. Do I have that right, Mark? That's correct. Okay. Huh. What do you think about that? I honestly, like, I don't think he's the bleep hole. Because none of this would even be a problem if they were actually in the office, you know, like he would just be able to pop in, say whatever, you know, he would make sure that they're working. But there's already the leniency of you working from home. So I feel like setting these ground rules is just to make sure that the business is up and running. Yeah. I wonder if the the problem is somehow in the presentation. I'm not sure. 216-474-0104. Do you think that Mark is being unreasonable? He wants messages returned in a timely manner. And if he calls you, he wants you to pick up the damn phone. Immediately. 216-474-0104. Is Mark the bleephole? Your call's next. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. Am I the bleep hole is happening right now. We just spoke with Mark in Pepper Pike. He's in charge of a business. Yes. That's all he would say. He has employees, and he wants employees to be back in the office since COVID, but he's trying to understand, and he says he's being as accommodating as he possibly can with his remote workers, but he's having some problems with a few remote workers and he wanted to establish some ground rules going forward. Yes. One of those is everybody's on Slack and I think it was 15 minutes to return a Slack message, one hour to return an email. And Mark says, if I call you and you're a remote worker, you better pick up that phone. Right. And he's frustrated because I, I guess he's getting some pushback from employees. I have my thoughts on this. I think Morgan does as well. Uh, let's jump into some calls first. Let's go to Megan in North Royalton. Megan, good morning. Good morning. What are your thoughts on Mark's new policies for his employees? I am fine with the first two. I am not fine with the pick up the phone immediately because what if you're in the bathroom? <laughs> What if you're in the bathroom? What if you are having some problems in the bathroom? That's a good point. If they were were in the office and they were in the bathroom, he'd have to wait, too. So I think the immediate part is a little bit unreasonable from a work standard. I think that if he calls them and he makes it known that he's called them, then they can return the call with an appropriate time frame. I think so, too. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not really a take the phone in the bathroom kind of a guy? No, I don't think a lot of people are. (laughs) I've done it. Yeah. I've been on conference calls in there. Not me. Because they just last forever. But, you know, you got to remember to put yourself on mute. Uh, Alicia is in Sullivan. Alicia, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? Is Mark the bleephole for his rules for his employees? I don't think he is. It sounds to me like he might be getting some retaliation because they might not be doing their job like they should be. Um, I do agree with the previous caller about not answering the phone call immediately because they could be, you know, maybe dealing with something else at the moment or in the bathroom. But if they call back within a reasonable time, I don't think that's fine. 
All right. Thank you, Alicia. Yeah. Uh, Jen's listening in Cleveland. Good morning, Jen. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. Where do you stand on this? On I have not a problem with any of it. I no. truly believe his employees are taking advantage, and he's to the point now where he wants to be responded to immediately, and I can't blame him. Um, I work remote and in the office. I have a hybrid position, and I am constantly in contact with my office employees and my staff, and... Although I do understand the whole not being able to answer the phone immediately, but if you call back, like as soon as you hang up your phone or whatever the case might be, then I have no problem with it. But for the most part, it sounds as if they're taking advantage. And you agree with Jen, right, Morgan? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, you know, Mark's newfound ground rules sound to me like it's coming from a place of frustration um, that people aren't, you know, acting professionally. And maybe it's a bit extreme. I don't know. But I feel like I would rather have people act professionally and have these rules in place than have it be a free for all. Right. And, you know, there are times where I'm on a call with a client and my VP is calling me i will get on my computer which is right in front of me and i will chat with her on phone call right back and there's nothing wrong with that there needs to be open communication and it needs to be in an appropriate time frame yeah jen i'm going to keep you on right here for a second and because i I don't know why when mark is explaining his rules to me i don't know it, it triggered something in me i'm not sure what it is and i Here's the thing. I don't even know if I have a problem with his rules. I don't think that I do with his Mm-mm. with his rules per se. I think it was just the way that he was presenting them that was rubbing me the wrong way about it. It's it like, could very well be out of frustration. Absolutely. And I I think that there's a proper way to deal with your employees to make them feel like they're working with you and not for you, even though we are working for you because you're the boss and we respect. I don't know. It just he just made it feel like. Okay, if I'm working for him, I'm going to be your property between the hours of this time and this time. And if I if he calls me, I better answer the damn We're phone. We're missing a lot of context. Like well, yeah, something I had to agree. have happened to get to this point for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it could just be a matter of the way he's wording it. You know, immediately. Okay, well, chill out. If you're working from home, you might be on the phone. Immediately might be not the right word to use, but right. it could be out of frustration. Yeah. All right. So I'd, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt yeah. here. Yeah. And uh, okay, not the bleep hole. So, Mark, you're not the bleep hole, but I think you get if you really want to keep these employees and 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 don't outright fire them, then you're going to have to find a way to appeal to them so they 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 come on board. Maybe he will just fire them. <laughs> Sounds like he isn't enjoying the work with them anyway. So maybe just fire them. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to fire anyone this morning. I didn't want to do that. Oh goodness. Q one oh four. Good morning. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. All right, trying to win Noah Khan tickets. Morgan, let's meet our contestants. Let's do it. First up is Stephanie in Parma. Stephanie, good morning. Hi, good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Let's meet your challenger from the city of North Royalton. It's Nicole. Nicole, good morning. Hi, good morning. All right, you guys, it's best of five question quiz. Your name is your buzzer. Are you ready to play? Yes. Yes. All right, here we go. Question number one. Who's performing the next Super Bowl halftime show? Stephanie. Usher. Usher is correct. Question number two. Cleveland Browns defensive end, Miles Garrett, wears what number? Uh, Nicole. Nicole? 34. Not 34. Stephanie, do you have a guess? Um, is uh, Yeah, no, not 27. You guys don't have his jersey? <laughs> no, no. Maybe eventually. All right, we're going to save that question for tomorrow. Question number three. What American city is the Golden Gate Bridge located in? Stephanie? Stephanie? San Francisco. San Francisco is right. Okay, Nicole, you have to get this question right to stay alive in the game. If Stephanie gets it or if no one gets it, Stephanie will still win today's Battle of the Burbs. Question number four. Who wrote the play Romeo and Juliet? Nicole. I heard Stephanie. William Shakespeare. That's it, Stephanie. You did it on a Monday morning. Got the brain juices flowing. Yeah, thank you. Poor didn't stand a chance. She was in there. She was in there, just not as quick. <laughs> don't apologize. Yeah, I don't have to say sorry. <laughs> Miles Garrett doesn't apologize after he sacks somebody during a game. You don't need to apologize either. Thank you, Stephanie. Have a great day today. Thanks, you guys, too. Four nineties, two thousands, and now. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. Earlier on the show this morning, I used the word "boss" to describe an employer. Somebody but he who, actually was a boss. It's not like he was a boss. Right. There's two different meanings. Morgan thought I was using the slang term for boss. Which? How would you describe that slang term? Someone who just somebody who's a boss. It's a boss. Yeah. He's, he's got stacks on deck. They don't take no, you know what. That's right. Which I guess could be the one and the same, but not not exactly what I was referring to at the time. But then I found this article about um, generational slang, like because I don't know who came up with boss. I don't know whose generation was that. I think it was Gen Z. Was it Gen Z? Yeah, I, don't, I maybe maybe it was millennial. 
So this uh, this report, it comes from a team at Preply, and I don't know what they do, but they use Google Trends to come up with this list. So these are the most popular slang words for each generation. Okay. Most popular of all time. We'll start with baby boomers, okay? Nobody here in the room is a baby boomer. Their most popular words are bummer, mellow, and wannabe, <laughs> All right. Then there's Gen X. That's my generation. Chill, lame, and bummer. For millennials, it's OMG, chill, and lame. And Gen Z, their most popular slang words, selfie, OMG, and ghost. I don't know if I agree with this. I never say OMG in a real conversation unless I'm texting. You know what's funny is I do. You do? I, I say OMG and LOL. What? I say that out loud. And that's not even my generation. <laughs> no, see, I don't do that. And none of my friends do that, I don't think. There's also a category for slang terms that each generation say they would most like to see come back in style. Ooh. So let's see if you agree with this. Baby, boomer, baby boomers say they want far out to come back, peace out, and bummer. Bummer I like. Gen the other two I think I could do without. Gen X wants right on, groovy, and epic to come back. I feel uh, like epic is still... Epic is still a thing. But it's still uh, kind of cringy. When, yeah. I, when I hear epic, it's yeah. kind of cringy to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going to say no to all three. Millennials. Now, this is where it starts to go... Haywire. Yeah, for me. Millennials say the words that they want to come back are cool cat. No. Cowabunga. And talk to the hand. Like, they like these things. And they- I don't know any millennial that likes the word cool cat or the words, I should say. I, we didn't even say that ever. And then Gen Z wants these three words to come back. YOLO. No. Rad and... What? what? And what's up? What's up? With the Z's? I love it. I love it. Okay, we all agree we want what's up to come back. For now that, sure. was, that was a Gen X thing. That had to have been a Gen X thing. That was 90s. Uh, that's, that's funny. Okay, so now getting to the last category here. These are the least popular slang words for each generation. Baby boomers say uh, their least popular words, woke. That makes no sense to me. What? They wouldn't have been using woke in their generation. Are they, they must be saying that now. Yeah, the, these, the, these are the slang words they don't like now. Okay, so baby boomers don't like woke, they don't like Gucci, and they don't <laughs> like sheesh. Okay. Sheesh. I, can't, I can't really disagree with any of those there. Uh, Gen X says the, the three words, the three slang words they don't like. Thirsty, clap back, and slay. Okay. Again, can't really disagree with any of those. Millennials say they are the three cringe words for them are slay, sus and clout and then gen z uh they want to get rid of the word savage i don't even know this one it's just it's letters s k s k s k what is that i have no idea never even heard of never it never heard of it and then they don't like pov okay. i don't i don't understand why yeah i don't understand why point of view <laughs> okay well a lot of opinionated generations here when it comes to words I'm all I'm all for Gen Z bringing back what's up and talk to the hand. Bring it back. Talk to the hand. They should go. Gen Z should Google that uh, those Bud Light commercials from the '90s where yeah. it's just the guys on the phones just going what's up. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a classic. Uh, okay, so last night I went to go see Tina Fey and Amy Poehler at the State Theater. Very very fun show. My favorite part of the show is when they did the uh, the weekend update thing because. 
That was nostalgia. Their, that was their thing on SNL. But they also brought out a special guest last night. Okay. They brought out Debbie Downer. Nice. The actual uh, Rachel Dratch. The nice. actual Debbie Downer. So she was a, a part of the thing. But there was actually something that happened during the show, or actually right before the show started, out in the main concourse area where you get beverages and everything else. Mm-hmm. And my friends and I were debating about this throughout after the show was over, is if somebody did something wrong. And it involves a very popular, prominent television personality right here in Cleveland. Uh-oh. Are you going to be throwing them under the bus? I would, I, I'm going to try not to. Okay. But I want to find out what... Morgie would have done okay. in this situation. That's next. It's the Q Morning Show. The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now you've got the Q Morning Show this morning. It's Morgan and Bill. So last night I went to go see... I was about to say Tina Poehler and Amy Fay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Tina Fay and Amy Poehler, who were in town, uh, they did four shows uh, over the weekend uh, in Cleveland. Very, very funny show. Enjoyed myself last night. But here's what happened before the show that my friends and I uh, were were still debating even after the show was over. Okay, so uh, you didn't end up going by yourself? No, I went with friends. Okay, pa- my wife Paula did not go. I went with uh, a group of friends. So we okay. had we had an entire row. Uh, last night at the State Theater. And we're talking about this as we're leaving the show, and it's kind of like a like an etiquette thing, like what would you do in this situation if okay. this was you? So the show is about to start, and we're standing in line to get a drink. And the lines you know, to get beverages are, are kind of long, mm-hmm. and then they start uh, flicking the lights, which means that the show is going to start soon. So right, get in your seat. Your seat. Right, so we're, we're standing in line, and there's we're down to... One lady and her husband in front of us. Okay. Okay. And she's standing there and she turns around and she sees behind us a very popular television news personality here in town. Okay. And whenever I see this person like um, on, you know, those polls that they do, those, those, uh, readers polls, who's the most popular TV news personality? Okay, this person's always in the mix. Usually always at okay. the, like at the top of the list. And so this lady sees, uh, this TV news personality behind us and, and maybe they know each other. She's like, Oh, hey, so and so. Hey, hey, TV news personality. And then she steps out of line and she comes up to the front and they're conversing for a second. And then she's like, Hey, do you, you want to get some wine or something like that? And we're just standing there. And we're like, "Hello." Did, did TV news personality <laughs> just cut in front of us? Is that what just happened? Yeah, pretty much. And now I thought it was funny. There was, a friend of mine's like, "I can't believe that somebody would just cut in front of." I don't care who she is, right? And I'm like, "Well, Uh-oh. I don't. I don't think she was. I don't think she was being. Mal- oh, I, I didn't mean to say she. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking of one person. Now I'm thinking of somebody else. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. If you call and ask me who it is, I will not deny it. Okay. I, I, because I don't think that this person meant to be malicious. Right. And it wasn't like she was like, um, do you know who I am? Let me get to the front of the line. She was invited to come up by whoever was standing in front of us. Right. I don't think that, that (laughs) I keep saying she, I don't mean to say she. (laughs) Too late now. Uh, I don't, yeah, again, I don't think that she, 
was trying to be that person, but you know, it, a lot of people are like looking at each other, like, did this TV person just cut in line? Right. And so I'm just wondering what what Morgan would do in that situation because I found it very funny, but some of my other friends are like. Uh, I don't care who it is. Do you mean if I were one of your friends or if I was TV yes. personality? No, if you were if you were standing in line and and someone basically cut in front of you. Does okay. it does it matter who it is? Like my my friends are like I don't care who it is. Yeah. You can't just cut in front of somebody in line while you're waiting in line for drinks. Yeah, can I tell you what actually makes a big difference to me? What's and that? I don't know why it does, but it does. Who paid? Uh, I think she paid for her own drink. See, that's where I think it gets weird. Because Why? if somebody invites you up and is like, what do you want? I'll get it. That's part of the same transaction. You're not really taking anybody else's time. You're not really cutting anybody. But the fact that you know one person paid and then she paid afterwards, right. that is more she cut in line. Okay, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what she could be. Yeah, she got her drink and then yeah. she paid for her own drink. I would be annoyed. Yes, I would be annoyed. <laughs> but what can you do? You can't do anything. So what can you do? See, the thing is, is that to me, the fact that it was TV news personality just made it more interesting and funny to right, me. Right, right, right. I'm not going to say anything either way. I mean, it could have been anybody that would have done that. Celebrities I'm not- can do whatever they want, <laughs> you know? And, I, and again, I don't think this person was thinking that at all. I think it was just one of those situations. But I'm just curious, uh, what would you do? What would you have done in that situation? Would you have said something? Me, personally? No, yeah, Morgan. And then uh, I want to open it up to anybody. Okay. Like, what, what would you, would you have said something or would you have just let it go? I would have let it go on an Elsa style. There's nothing you can do. What are you going to do? Cause a scene? Yeah, I want to see someone cause a, cause a scene. <laughs> I mean, we see we see scenes all the time. Right. Mostly what? at Browns games, but it could have been a Playhouse Square this time. Right. There would have definitely have been a scene in a Browns game if someone cut in front of the beer line. Yes. 216-474-0104. Are they the bleep hole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. it's like a bonus bleep hole this yeah, morning. Right? Theater etiquette. 216-474-0104. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we're talking about what happened to me the other night. I was at Tina Fey and Amy Poehler at the State Theater, uh, and it was minutes before showtime. My friends and I were standing in line to get beverages, and it was really getting really close to showtime, so we were getting kind of antsy to get into the theater and, and get into our seats before the show. And it was kind of a long line. I mean, they have a lot of uh, places where you can get drinks, but you know, there's a lot of people there last night. Sure. So the line is long, and uh, as we're standing there, we're almost to the front of the line, and the lady in front of us looks behind us and sees a very popular news personality here in town. Yes. And calls this personality personality over and then all of a sudden this this tv news personality is in front of us and she's in line all of a sudden she gets her drink and pays for her drink so she cut in front she of us cut in front of you guys uh much to the chagrin of my friends who are actually looking at me like bill why don't you do something why don't, <laughs> why don't you say something You're like, and people it's like, don't know what we look like they have yeah. no idea who we are i said i guarantee this person has no idea of who i am <laughs> right and doesn't care and I said, just because I work in the media industry doesn't mean I know everybody. I'm not going to say anything. Right, right, right. And I said, for that matter, I wouldn't say anything even if I didn't know the person. I'm just going to let, you know, if now if 10 people cut in front of us, that's, that's a, different a different story. story right. But it's just one person. Uh, Samantha is an independent. Sam, good morning. Good morning. 
What do you think about this? What would you do if you were me last night? At, uh, oh, I would have said something. Really? You would have said something. Oh, yeah. Now, does it make any difference to you that it was a very popular news personality, or would you say something to, to anybody who did that to you? I'd say something regardless. doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not. Do you have a radio-appropriate version of what you would say? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, at least you're honest. I don't, you can't the theater. I think it's one of the rules, Is though. Is it? Yeah, not in. It's too fancy in there to swear. <laughs> There's no curse words right, allowed. Right, right, right. But seriously, what would you say? That would you say? You know, get back to the end of the line. Is that you would say something like that? Something along those lines, but there would be some cussing involved. Really? I mean, you're you're not even you're not just saying that. You would actually say something to somebody who did that to you. Oh yeah, I mean. It'd be different if I was there for, like, a minute. Yeah, that'd be different. I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. I've only been here for a minute. But if I would have been there for, like, 10 minutes or more, I would have been like, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I get that. We were definitely there for about 10 minutes or more. All right. Well, that's Sam. Yeah, she's braver than I am. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You and I just avoid confrontation at all costs. Yeah. The TV news personality could have thrown her drink in my face. <laughs> and I probably still wouldn't have said anything. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's Q104. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.